Welcome to another episode of After Dark with Rob and Andrew. I am your host, Rob. Unfortunately, Andrew cannot be with us tonight, but as I always say, we will soldier on. Hope you guys are having a wonderful evening, wonderful night. I am. Uh, I know that there's a lot that's taking place in the news, as Andrew and I would always open up saying. But I also want to remind you guys that here on After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform, we are now, you can find us on AmericaOutloud.news. Same great network, same interesting articles. We just change where you can go find us. We also have AmericaOutloud.shop where you can go and find a lot of merch. So I would definitely encourage you to go there. We also have a lot of healthcare items that you want to take a look at because I really enjoy going there. At one point, Andrew and I, we were like just really into uh, some of the, the merch that was there, especially the merch that has to deal with the, as I mentioned, the healthcare items. And I'm not trying to go to the site now as I speak with you because I wanted to share with you some of the merch that's there that you probably want to take a look at. Let's see here. That's americaoutloud.shop. Once you go there, oh, here we go. You will look at things like uh, Kofa-X Antiviral. We also have uh, ACEA. We have, uh, man, there's just a lot of good stuff here. So I would encourage you to go here and look at it. We have Healthy Sale, which Andrew and I have been taking for quite some time. And the Focus Recall, it's unbelievable. So again, go to americaoutloud.shop and uh, have a good time shopping. Tonight, I am going to have joining me, I think at the bottom of the hour and 15 minutes within the show, Clay Clark, who is the founder of Thrive15.com. He's also the founder of another great, <clears throat> excuse me, for some reason, at night, I seem to get really congested. And I know I've mentioned this to you guys before. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the headsets that I have on that have a tendency of clogging up my ears, my head, but it happens. But as I said, we're going to have on with us Clay Clark. He was the founder of Thrive15.com. He's also the leader in the reawakening of America. We have had him on the show before. He is a powerful speaker. And tonight when he comes on, I think he's going to talk to us about this neural link and a chip in the brain so that they are able to hack your thoughts. Now imagine that, hacking human beings' thoughts. No, some of you are probably saying, what the heck, and is that possible? I'm going to tell you, anything is possible in today's time, anything. The impossible has become the possible. And we have gotten there so quickly. You think years ago, when they talked about going to the moon and people said that it was impossible, we went to the moon. Now, some will say, did we actually go to the moon? Okay, so let's take the moon out and let's say going into space. We have Elon Musk who's done it. We have just Jeff Bezos. And I'm sure that there are other billionaires that are planning to do the same thing. We have all this exploration that's taken place. And for the climate changes that are out there, have you ever thought about that? Maybe these people are putting a hole through the ozone layer when they're setting up all these contraptions. No one's thought about it. But for some reason, man feels the need to do it. Why do we need to go to outer space? It just boggles my mind. Then some will say, well, we're going to run out of space here on Earth. There are too many people, so we got to go outer space. But why even go there when we can barely get along with the people here on Earth? Why do we want to bring our, take our corruption into outer space? And of course, if we were to do it, you will have the whole issue with people saying, oh, there's racism. 
because only certain people were able to go. And the black people can go, the brown people can go, only the white people were going. I'm sure outer space does not want that drama. We should just stay here and try to figure it out what we're doing here on planet Earth. Because if we can't get it together on planet Earth, why do we think we can get it together in outer space? It just can't happen. And then there are people that are talking about going underwater, living underwater. Man can be so curious, but at the same time, it's like, stop and enjoy what you have here. Why are we trying to go someplace else and spread our craziness? Who am I? I'm just a talk show host on After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform, which you can find on AmericaOutloud.news. And we also have a shop site, like I mentioned, that you can go to. So before uh, Clay comes on, I just want to talk about a couple of things that have been taking place in the news. And we're going to talk about it later on in the week. And we're going to keep talking about it right up until the election. Andrew and I, we're going to keep talking about it. I'm going to have guests to come on and we're going to talk about it until a change has taken place. One of the things that stands out for me, you know, I'm just thinking, I mentioned that when Clay comes on, we're going to talk about hacking the human brain or hacking humans. I wonder if we could hack Joe Biden's brain and see what's inside, what he's thinking, or if he's thinking anything. I doubt it, seriously. And I would dare say what we would find out if we did hack his brain. Wow. Oh, also in the news, you guys heard about Sam Blinkman, Reed, the whole Ponzi scheme guy? He's now been ordered to go to jail because he was apparently caught witness tampering trying to go to people that were going to testify against him. And I guess he was trying to intimidate and threaten him. Now, this guy has built, when he was uh, arrested, I think about a year or so ago, he had built an entire, I think, protection around him with all these Hollywood and uh, deep pocket individuals to secure him from being prosecuted. He's a founder, he's the CEO of FTX, the whole thing that was in the Bahamas, and he was like the latest crave, and everybody was saying, oh, he's so smart, he's a billionaire. He was on all these magazines, Time Magazine, all of the liberal-leaning magazines, because I saw straight through the guy, and it was a Ponzi scheme. But you know, when they roll out these individuals who look disheveled, he never wore a suit, his hair was all over the place, it's like in his 30s, they love it, because they love to say, oh, look at what he did. And he's so smart, and and no one else could do it. And he's a billionaire. He's so innovative. And man, this is incredible. Wow, I wonder if we were to hack his brain, what would we find out? I'm just thinking out loud, just you know, just having some fun here before my guest comes. But anyway, as of last couple of days ago, he went to jail for witness tampering. And you also should know that this guy was one of the biggest donors for Democrats. He was using all the money for this Ponzi scheme company, FTX, that even had an arena named after itself. All the money that he was getting in, getting from investors, from people who thought, oh, we got to get in on this guy because he's so smart. He was using this money to fund Democrat candidates for office. He was one of the largest contributors. And when he was arrested, they were going to charge him with campaign finance laws for breaking it. And then they threw it out. Why did they throw it out? Well, Biden's Department of Justice knew that had they done it, they would have saw that he had sent a lot of money to candidates or donated money over the threshold. They didn't want that out there. Now, apparently, it has been reintroduced. But between now and the time he goes to trial, 
I think it'll be thrown out again, providing he doesn't mysteriously get knocked off like Jeffrey Epstein. I wonder if we had had Jeffrey Epstein's brain, what we would have found out. I'm just really into this now, and, and, and I'm sure that Clay's going to talk to us about it. But man, this is, this is neat stuff. And then this Neuralink thing with Elon Musk and a chip in the brain. Would you allow someone to put a chip in your brain? And before you answer, just remember, about 20-something years ago, we heard about Visa, and I think it was being pushed by Citibank, we're going to put a chip in your hand, whereby as opposed to going into an ATM machine to get money, you would just swipe your hand and get money. Wow. And people were saying, oh, I would never do it. I'm not going to do that. That's the mark of the beast. Because in the Bible, it does talk about not needing currency, that there would be a mark on your head, and that would let people know, okay, you can get your currency this way, but it would also be the mark of the beast. So from 20 years ago, or 30 something years ago, until now, look at how we have pretty much set aside currency, paper currency, dollar bills and coins, and we use plastic. And in some cases, you can walk into a store and not even use a credit card or cash. You can just swipe your hand or your phone and it subtracts money from your account to pay for your goods. I think I was in Whole Foods the other day and I saw this. You can literally go in, put your palm over the a teller or whatever the contraption is called, and it will subtract money from your account to pay for whatever you're getting. Also, even in, when I'm thinking about it in Amazon, some of the Amazon stores, you can walk in. When you walk in, you swipe your hand, I think. You go in, you pick up the items you want, and you walk out without either exchanging money or card for what you got. No one has thought about that. No one has thought about, well, maybe that's the mark of the beast. It's, oh, it's okay. It's acceptable. This is where we are. There are so many things. I mean, it's like we're moving so quickly. It seems slow, but now we're moving so quickly toward what? What is the end game? What is the end? What is on the other side? What are we going to be met with? With all this technology that's out there, what's going to happen? And just speaking of technology and being able to hack people's brains, I wish we could hack Merrick Garland's brain and Jack Smith, the special prosecutor. I want to see what these people are thinking. What exactly are they doing? Better yet, I want to hack the brains of all Democrats. And I want to see, do they really believe the stuff that they're saying? Now, I don't know if that's what this means when they're saying hacking human brains or making us hackable. I might be going out there on a ledge a little bit. I mean, this would definitely sound like science fiction to me, but I just want to, I want to go in and see exactly what do these people believe in if what they're saying is true, that they believe, like these trans people. And look at how quickly we got here. <laughs> I mean, when Trump was in office, we only knew about one or two people who might have been trans. Now it seems as if though half of the world, well, not half of the world, I take that back, half of the United States are professing to be trans pansexual, non-binary, and all these other crazy terms that I remember learning about when I was in high school in sociology, psychology, they talked about it. I don't remember when I was looking at the definitions, I'm like, this is crazy. Does someone actually believe it? Well, yeah, it was in the works then, some 20 years ago. Fast forward today, it's out there. I just want to go inside the head of some of these people and look at their thought process to see if what they're saying, do they believe this or are they just making it all up? Because everywhere you turn, you pick up a paper, you open up a magazine, you go to the internet, someone is coming out and saying, I'm a trans. I'm this. You got the 
a guy who's a comedian and a game show host, Brady, I almost said his name, he's saying that he's pansexual. This man has been married twice and has two kids, but he says he's, he claims to be pansexual. What is pansexual? He, he's attracted to any and everything. He's not going to limit himself. I think this is just a, I think it's a, I, I, it's, it's crazy. That's what I think it is. It's crazy. And yes, there are some people who want to, I want to sample this. I want to sample that. I don't want to limit myself. I want to try everything that's out there. And because they want to do it, they want you to do it. They want you to identify as it. And if you don't agree, they want to label you a homophobe or some type of phobe, a phobia, having a phobia because you don't like their lifestyle. And then they're putting pressure on society, mainly on our children to accept this. And they want to introduce this to our children at a young age. So to them, it'll be, oh, this is nothing. This is no big deal. But it is something. It is a big deal because it's wrong. Well, someone would say, well, what do you mean by wrong? What you claim is wrong is not what I claim is wrong. And, you know, it's all subjective. No, it's not subjective. We have a blueprint as to how society is supposed to be lived. And that blueprint is the Bible. And then some will say, well, I don't believe in the Bible. Well, there are other religions out there that have books that they believe in. And this is not in their books. You have the Hindu, you have the Buddhist, you have Muslims. It's, it's not in their, their, their book of life the Quran or what have you. But for some reason here in Western culture, we want to destroy all that and just, we're just going to suspend all the rules and do whatever we want to do because that's who we are. And when you look at what they're doing, you look at the condition of society and how society is being broken down because of their warped views, because of their anything goes. And not only that, we want you to accept it and we're going to go through your kids to make them that way. Now, it's one thing to have your own personal belief as an adult, and you go away with that. But then when you feel that, well, the only way we can get people to accept it is just to introduce it to our kids. Schools are getting ready to start. American schools are hemorrhaging as far as learning. But what you bet, this is what will greet our kids, all of this crazy stuff, as opposed to basic arithmetic, basic learning, reading, and writing. They won't get that. But they'll know all about the rainbow colors. I remember once my uh, kid came in and was talking about the rainbow. Oh, I know the colors and I know this, I know that. But I knew nothing about the American flag. And I'm like, we've got a problem here. But our educational system doesn't seem to think it's a problem. They, it, they're okay with it. School years getting ready to open up and we're going to have an influx of illegal children coming into our classes. And they're going to try to indoctrinate them. We'll give you food if you go ahead and agree with what we're telling you. Let your kid do what we're saying. We'll give you food. We'll give you housing. Just goes back to, I wish I could just tap into a lot of these people's brains and see what exactly are they thinking? Do they believe this craziness? Or is there like a crazy bug that's going on? Is there some way we can look and like run a scientific test to see, okay, these people, they, their brains are like this. Their brains are really small, so they can't think the way the rest of us think. I mean, I just can't. When you think about this as to what's happening in society, it's scary. Man has become, and I think this was said in the Bible, has become so corrupt and so evil that they're pushing the limit on everything. What's right, they want to say is wrong, and what's wrong, they want to say is right. And it's only to serve them, to make them look good, to make them feel good. Everyone else be damned. And if you don't like what they're saying and what they're doing, you're the bad person. And you have a lot of people out there, and I even hate to say it, who are even conservatives that are falling for a lot of this. 
just so that they could be in the in crowd, just so that they can say, oh, no, I'm one of you. We have to stand for something or fall for nothing. We have to be firm in our conviction. We have to say, nope, right is right, wrong is wrong. All this other stuff that you're trying to introduce, this secular stuff, it's wrong. Well, why do you get to say that it's wrong? Why can't it be right now? Because it has, does not push our culture or our society forward. The only thing it does is that it causes a lot of confusion, a lot of discrimination. Look at what's happening with the DEI. Reverse discrimination. Now, some will say, oh, reverse racism. Oh, it's not. It's just racism. That's right. It is. We're going to make sure that all the black people get this and we're going to put the white people out because we don't want them to work. All the white people, they're afraid because they're going to be more people of color in the United States finally. And what does that mean? Where is that going to get us? How is that going to help us out if you have all these people here without an education, without jobs, and they can't do anything? How are they going to move society forward? See, no one has ever thought about that. They're just thinking, that, oh, we'll have just a melting pot. We'll have all these people here. Again, I wish I could tap into their brain. <laughs> and find out exactly what the heck are they thinking? Do they believe this craziness? Do they believe their nonsense? Or are they just saying it just to be saying it, just to get attention? Hacking the human brain. Wow. I would be afraid of some of the brains I'd be tapping to find out what some of these people are thinking. I'm sure it would be very scary. Okay, like I said, uh, the next uh, block of the show, we have uh, Clay coming on with us. And we're going to talk with him, Clay Clark. So I hope you uh, come back after the commercial break. Thank you. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. 
folks, and we are back after dark with Robin Andrew. And as I promised, my guest has arrived, Clay Clark. And we are excited to have him on here. He has been on the show. I would like to refer to him as a friend of the show because he has been on on numerous occasions. And when he comes, he's always packed with power and with informative information that you want to know about. And when we were talking during the first block of the show, I was teasing you with some of the things that I wanted to talk to him about, the Neuralink, chips in the brain, and being able to hack a human's brain. I think that's what it is. Now, he's going to break it all down for us. He's going to also talk to us about the central bank and digital currency. So without further ado, Clay, how are you tonight, my friend? Brother, I'm fired up to be here with you, and I hope we could bring a lot of knowledge bombs to your listeners that they previously did not know. So if you're tuning in for the first time here, uh, folks, grab a pen and a pad because we're going to enter into the lab and the dojo of mojo, Fosho. I am ready for it. I have my pen and my pad, so let it rip, Clay. Go for it. All right. Well, the first thing we need to understand is the entire agenda of this great reset is to put this technology under our skin. So if you were to, if you were to craft our paper, let's just say we were writing a paper and our, our thesis was what? Uh, it would be, if it goes under the skin, they win. And someone says, what? So this is Yuval Noah Harari, the, the top advisor for Klaus Schwab. He's praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, MIT, Stanford, Harvard. This is what he says, folks. Listen to this. You know, to understand how a virus works, forget about the pandemic. And he's talking to the Athens Democracy Forum, and he's talking about the virus and all this. And then they're going, well, what? But how does the virus change the world we live in now? This is what he says. Maybe in a couple of decades when people look back, the thing they will remember from the COVID crisis is this is the moment when everything went digital. And if this, is, this was the moment when every, everything became monitored that we agreed to be surveyed all, all the time, not just in authoritarian machines, but even in democracies. And maybe most importantly at all, this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin. Because really, we haven't seen anything yet. I, I, he's saying it out loud. Rob, he's saying these things out loud. Wow. That's unbelievable. And people aren't paying attention. And if they are, they're completely unaware as to what he's saying. But we're living in it right now with the entire virus scare that they had everyone forced to take a vaccine that we now know did not work, Clay. Correct. And this is this is so you got to say, well, once it goes under the skin, what happens? Okay. Well, you have uh, Yuval Noah Harari, who for some reason, I don't quite understand how Luciferians work. I don't I don't get it. I, I frankly probably don't want to know how they do it. But what they do is they tend to feel this need to tell you what they're going to do before they do it. So this is Yuval Noah Harari explaining, okay, now that the surveillance is under the skin, this is what we're doing. Here we go. You walk into a room. And there is a picture of Kim Jong-un on the wall and the bracelet picks up the, the signs of anger because it has access to your brain. That's very bad news for you. Even George Orwell's 1984, they couldn't really get into your brain. There was still this fear of private world. And this is about to disappear. In the West, the main concern now is what is known as surveillance capitalism. 
that, okay, it's not a kind of dictator that spies on your brain, but you have all these corporations and maybe all these government agencies which are monitoring what's happening inside your body. What does it mean? I mean, COVID makes it, it accelerates the process of digitalization and automatization. It legitimizes the deployment of mass surveillance, and it makes surveillance go under your skin. They're saying this out loud. You walk into a room and you say something less than positive about Kim Jong-un and and then uh, something bad happens to you. I mean, are you hearing these things out loud, folks? Unbelievable. It's just... (laughs) And then they want to silence us. Oh my gosh, Clay. This is is not good. And the whole reawakening, I hope people are paying attention and I hope they're waking up. Because if you're snoozing, you're losing. Plain and simple. Go ahead, Clay. Yeah, and I just want people, so now you have people like Joe Rogan. So for anybody out there, you know, Joe Rogan is now, uh, I mean, I, I don't know, Rob, I consider you to be a, a t- you know, top of your game podcaster. I don't know how you would refer to Joe Rogan, or, but he seems to be a guy seeking the truth. And he seems to be a guy that migrated from left of center, maybe like left center, to now middle. And now he seems like he's going to the right here. Because he's finding the facts. And I want you to hear this interview he does with Duncan Trussell. Uh, Duncan Trussell is an American actor, uh, probably more known as a stand-up comic. But listen to listen to what Joe Rogan and Duncan Trussell talk about here. One day in the future, everything will be traceable. That's right. And yeah. that's, you know, this is where I get, this is where being raised an Episcopalian. In the book of Revelations, it's gonna, as a Christian, you're going to read it. This is where I get scared because it's too similar to the mark of the beast. It's too similar to exactly what it says. You won't be able to trade. You won't be able to do anything unless you have the mark, unless you bear the mark. So what is that, that, that in that term in the, how is that described? How is the mark of the beast described in the Bible? We should read it because I think you're onto something. We're now officially podcasting. This is it. We're opening up the book of revelations. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah the mark of the beast it's like you can't do anything you can't sell you can't if you don't take the mark you're i mean that's that's that like if you remove the ability to trade currency in a private way yeah you now can you you are now controlled you are now monitored then i saw another beast rising out of the earth it had two horns like a lamb and it spoke like a dragon It exercises all the authority of the first beast in its presence and makes the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose mortal wound was healed. It performs great signs, even making fire come down from the heaven to earth in front of people. And by the signs that it allowed to work in the presence of the beast, it deceives those who dwell on earth, telling them to make an image for the beast that was wounded by the sword and yet lived. And it was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast might even speak and might cause those who would not worship the image of the beast to be slain. It also causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark. That is the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. 
This is Richard Werner, the top academic scholar in the world on central banking. He wrote the book and did the documentary, The Princes of the Yen, about the Japanese central bank. Here he is in Malmo, Sweden in May. The nature of the CBDC, what, what is it actually going to look like? They never talk about that. Um, but I heard one European central banker tell me what it's going to look like. He saw it um, and it was around this this large and would be implanted under your skin. They're saying these things out loud. They're, they're not hiding it at all. And I think you you have to almost want to not hear it at this point, you know, because they're saying it out loud. And Clay, here's the scary thing about it. Before you came on in the first block of the show, yeah. I was sharing with our listeners the mark of the beast and how some 20 years ago, they were saying that at some point, we would no longer need currency or credit cards to pay for goods and services. We would just swipe the palm of our hands. Fast forward to today, 2023, you walk inside of Whole Food. You don't need a credit card. You don't need cash. You can just swipe the palm of your hand and you pay for your goods and services. You walk inside of an Amazon Go shop, swipe your hand or your phone. You go in, pick up your merchandise without even exchanging money, and it's paid for. And people back then would say, oh, I would never take this. I would never do this. But we're doing it now, some of us, and we're not thinking about it. We're not thinking about it biblically because a lot of folks don't want you to believe in the Bible. They're telling you, oh, that's nonsense, but it's happening right now. What was spoken about in Revelation is happening right now, Clay, and you just played the tape. Joe Rogan just read the scripture. People got to start waking up because this is moving quickly. It's moving fast. And before you know it, bam, you've taken the mark of the beast. Yeah, you are 100 percent correct. And I just again, I, I think it's I think it's so evil. I think it's hard for people to uh, grasp the profundity that it's happening. I think it's I think it's such a profound idea. Um, that it's very hard for for people to to grasp. But let me hit play here. This is a wallet more, and this is the technology being pushed by the World Economic Forum today. Here we go. Implanted under your skin. Trending today at 623, a British company has an idea that would let you ditch your wallet or purse and still be able to pay for things. Oh. But as you can imagine, not everyone's on board with this one. And here's why. They're selling microchips to implant under your skin. The company Wallet More says the $300 chip is the size of a grain of rice. You'd most likely have it implanted in your hand. And once it's activated, you can use it at a checkout by just swiping your hand over the card reader. I would love this because I never know where my debit card is in one of their wallets. So if I could put it right in my hand, I'd be happy about it. They're saying it out loud. And now the media, the mainstream media is now (laughs) selling the idea or hard selling the idea to everybody. And what's even scary is that the very elite religious individuals who believe in the Bible are falling for it. And some of them are being told in their churches, oh, it's okay. They're foregoing scripture, and they're listening to man as opposed to listening to God, and they're walking like sheep, ready to be slaughtered, and accepting this. How do we get around this, Clay? How do we get people to realize the last days are upon us? But the prophet Jeremiah spoke about, it's here now. I, I agree, and I and I, I would uh, encourage everybody to to one, uh, when you mentioned you know the prophet Jeremiah, I think a lot of people don't don't know who that is because we've we're so unchurched as a society. So one, 
I would recommend everybody reads Mark chapter 13 tonight, Matthew chapter 24, Luke chapter 21. I'll read them off again. This one's taking notes here. Mark chapter 13, Matthew chapter 24, Luke chapter 21, Revelation chapter 13, Revelation chapter 6, and Daniel chapter 2, Daniel chapter 2. And if you do that, I think you'll have enough understanding of what the Bible says is going to happen to understand what's happening now. That would be my, um, that would be uh, my uh, recommendation is everybody needs to do that today. Because once you do that, then you go, oh boy, you know, but you kind of have to know what the Bible says, right? Because 27% of the Bible is prophetic. 27% of the Bible is prophetic. And uh, 73% of the Bible is historical. And I don't think most people know that. So I think most people read the Bible as a book that refers to things that happened in the past. They don't know that it is a book that discusses what's going to happen in the future. Exactly. And we have a lot of our church leaders that have, like I said, they put the Bible to the side and they're reading these secular books that they wrote, their interpretation, which is extremely dangerous. Because the Bible also warned us, as you said, it was prophetic, warned us about these false teachers and false doctrines that a lot of people are going into with these big box churches thinking that it's going to get us to heaven, and you haven't even made the first step in the right direction. Well, let me give an example. You know, Rick Warren Warren, um, is uh, the guy who wrote, you know, Purpose Driven Life, Purpose Driven Church, Purpose Driven, you know, Purpose Driven, Okay. And Rick Warren uh, cannot stop endorsing the World Economic Forum. You know, so Klaus Schwab is the founder of the World Economic Forum, and you've all know Harari is the lead advisor for the World Economic Forum. And just listen to Rick Warren. You know, this is Big Box Church. You mentioned it. Uh, he's the author of one of the best-selling Christian, quote-unquote, Christian books of all time. Listen to this, folks. I'm here at Davos with a lot of my friends, and we're talking about what are the biggest problems on the planet and how are we going to solve them? Extreme poverty, pandemic diseases. There's a role for uh, the public sector. There's a role for the private sector and there's a role for the faith sector. Each of them can do something that none of the other three can do. Government has a role to set a agenda. Are you hearing this? I mean, this guy is out there at the wow. World Economic Forum with all of his friends. What? <laughs> They've lost their way. They have lost their way. They have given in to the circular belief. They have yep. given in because they want to be a part of what they see that's happening. They want to increase their membership so that they can increase their money, the money that's coming in, and it's not godly at all, Clay. You know, if you have somebody who is, uh, let's say, of Jewish ancestry, and they said, uh, you know, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, joining the Nazi party. You're like, hey, 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 listen, do you understand that Nazis want to kill you? And they go, well, you know, I kind of, I mean, if you're, if you run around with people that advocate for Hitler and you know you, you, you got to have like a, you understand like that's the other team man Hitler was a Nazi Hitler's a terrible person Hitler was advocating for the mass incarceration and extermination of an entire group of people right so Rick Warren going to the World Economic Forum would be like having a prominent Jewish leader joining the Nazi party it's horrible it's terrible it's horrific it's godless it's nefarious it's luciferian it's what I mean, someone needs to slap Rick Warren with like a like a wet fish or something memorable to wake that dude up. <laughs> that guy off his game. I mean, someone needs to take a wet. You say, why a wet fish? Well, you know, Jesus taught his disciples a lot. All of these guys, some of these guys were fishermen. There's a lot of stories in the Bible about fish, and you know, you might just get a wet fish and. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. 
and he's like, why are you hitting me with a wet fish? I mean, because it's, it's got to be memorable. I mean, this guy needs like a taser. I don't know what this guy needs. This guy has clearly lost his mind. So we're coming up on the close of the, this block of the show, Clay. What is your advice to people? Because there are so many that are being deceived. They're falling by the wayside. And if they only pick up the Bible, as you mentioned, and read these scriptures, Mark 13, Matthew 24, Luke 21, Revelations chapter 6 and 13, and Daniel 2, things that they used to do on their own when they were attending Sunday school as kids, but now they have put down the Bible and they're picking up the books by Rick Warren, T.D. Jakes, Jamal Bryant, and all of these other false teachers, and they're not listening to the word of God and what God has for them, the purpose. They're not looking to it. So what do you advise people to do? I know that you, like you said, you have the reawakening tour that's uh, going on, and I would encourage everyone to go and listen and find out where it's taking place. But what is your advice, Clay? Well, and this is going to, I don't know if this is going to be encouraging to your listeners and if people will find this to be helpful, but I'm going to give you my, my best shot here. Um, the reason why I'm doing the Reawaken America tour is to lead people to Christ. Okay. I mean, I'm all about saving America, but I want to save Americans. And, uh, and so what we need to do is start in our own home and make sure that we're right with God, you know? And so when you go to timetofreeamerica.com and you go to uh, get tickets for a Reawaken America tour in August in Las Vegas, Nevada, you're going to find that, a, you know, a quarter of the speakers are pastors and the, and a quarter of the speakers are doctors and a quarter of the speakers are entertainers and a quarter of the speakers are prominent names like General Flynn or Cash Patel or Eric Trump. But we are all approaching this from a biblical worldview. And when you leave an event like that, you're going to absolutely be fired up to pick up that Bible and read that thing and to get right with Christ. Second thing is, you know, we have a documentary that you could we, we, we made. It's free to download tonight at timetofreeamerica.com that educates people about why Mike Lindell and General Flynn and so many committed patriots are out there uh, sharing the gospel at scale. You can watch it for free tonight at timetofreeamerica.com. Third, on a practical level, if you're looking for jobs that don't require the COVID-19 shots, you can find those at timetofreeamerica.com. If you're looking for a COVID-19 vaccine religious exemption, you can find that at timetofreeamerica.com. Uh, I recommend that you get out of the fiat currency. I don't know if people know this, but we have a whole, 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 it's a whole separate show there, but Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they're all teaming up together right now to announce the introduction of a new global reserve currency that will be gold-backed, according to Russian state media. So I'm just telling you, folks, you got to get out of that fiat currency. I recommend you schedule a consultation with a precious metals company you can trust. And then finally, you got to stock up on some food, okay, because things are going to get bad before they get better. And so in the event of a supply chain, you don't want to be uh, out there looking for food. So I recommend that you stock up on food and maybe listen to any of your or, or go to some of your sponsors that you might recommend on your show, because we've got to make sure we protect our wealth and our health. But at the end of the day, we got to be right with Christ. There you have it, folks. Clay, thank you for coming on. It's always a pleasure. And as I said, you are always a nugget full of knowledge. You're listening to After Dark, Robert Andrew and the America Outlaw Platform. We'll be back after the commercial break. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. 
For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. What can I say, folks? That was a lot to take in and digest. Clay just put it out there. He had tapes to back up what he was saying. And I just spoke about this during the first block of the show. Now, we weren't able to get around to the brain hacking and the chips in the brain, but we did cover a lot of stuff. And we'll have to have him to come back on to talk about hacking the human brain because I'm really interested in that and I want to see what people are thinking. But the fact that he also spoke about the non-currency and the mark of the beast, which if you read the Bible, this whole non-currency thing is pretty much centered around the mark of the beast. And then he gave us some scriptures to read, Mark 13, Matthew 24, Luke 21, Revelation 6 and 13, and these are the chapters, and then finally Daniel 2. I would encourage you also to pick up your Bible and start reading. And we had on our show once, I think it was Jeff Dornick. And I bring him up because this this goes back to the church. And he had someone else on with him. And we were talking about these false prophets. And Clay mentioned uh, Dr. Rick Warren, who seems to have gone mainstream. He's showing up at Davos and he's pushing this agenda of global elites. But I remember Jeff Dornick saying that if you find yourself in a church where the teachings aren't what you want them to be, be respectful. Have a conversation with that particular pastor or the minister. And if what he tells you is not what you believe in your heart, according to the Bible, of course, then you should step away. We see that in our culture today and society, the Democrats are trying to steer us away from God. They're trying to steer us away from the Bible. We had on as our guest once, Pastor Frank Stewart. He spoke about this when he was talking about the need for black boys to have men in their lives or just boys as a whole to have men in their lives. He also spoke about the false doctrine that's coming out of a lot of the churches. We're going to have him to come back on because I want him to talk to address this issue also. Our society has become so corrupt and so evil. And when you look at it, I see that this is being pushed by a certain segment in the population, and it's the Democrats. Now, don't get me wrong here. Republicans have their issues. But when you look at the top of the party, Joe Biden, before him, Barack Obama, whom we're finding out recently said that he had fantasies of having relationships with men. I can only imagine what's inside of his head if we were to tap in and were to hack his brain. But these people are at the head of this party, political party, 
where a lot of people are following. And they're telling you that the folks on the right, Republicans, are evil, they're bad, they're white supremacist. But when you look at the core of who the Democrats are, when you look at who's pushing this, you look at the party leaders, the party heads, a lot of them are evil and they're wicked. Al Sharpton, an evil, wicked man who back in the days was so mixed up with controversy with Tawana Browley and lying about what happened to her. Now he's on TV. He's not preaching the gospel. But whenever someone dies, they want to run and have Al Sharpton to go and give the eulogy. Do they want him to give the eulogy because of what he's going to say or because they know a spectacle will be created and that the news outlets will come there? And then in the back rooms, he has his hand out saying, pay me up, pay me my money. How does this guy get all this fame and riches? I remember there's a scripture in the Bible whereby God tells a person, forsake all that you have, give up all your riches and pick up your cross and follow me. And the guy was like, well, I can't do that. Well, it seems as if though Al Sharpton has managed to just put on more wealth while he's telling you, or trying to segregate you or pull you away from the Bible. These are false teachers. These are false prophets. And we have to be careful of it. The Democrat Party needs to be cleansed. Because there are a lot of people that are there that don't mean you good. Look at what Clay said. Look at the tapes that he, he brought with him. And I would say also, and talking about this, how is it that you're going to have a political party that says that they follow Christ and they're for the killing of babies, the unborn? And they have you thinking now that what's, what's inside of a woman's body is her body, is her choice. And they have managed to push this and they have become successful. That people have forgotten that this is a human life. Oh, it's not a human life. Well, how could you say that? Because if a person were to go up and kill a mother who's pregnant, you would charge them with double homicide. But when the mother decides to terminate the pregnancy, oh, that's okay. Look at how far we have fallen because of these false teachers, this false doctrine. And people are just falling for it. Look at society. Look at how we've become so racially polarized. And we say that we want to bring people together, but we're bringing people farther and farther apart. You turn on the six o'clock news, you watch the news 24 hours, and the only thing they're talking about is black and white, black and white. They don't like each other. And they keep pushing this, have you thinking this? We want more black people here. We want to put them here. We want to put them there. And they're not qualified. This is going to come back and it's going to haunt us. Because you're creating more division and more hate. Yes, at the beginning of the time, yes, there was segregation. Yes, you had a lot of white people who were doing bad things to black people. And they were keeping them out of from having access to capital. Yes, they were pushing them at the back of the bus. Yes, they were killing them. Yes, they were doing things that they should not have done. So fast forward to today. Now we want to sanction it and we want to make it lawful to mistreat white people and say that it's okay. Take away their jobs. Say that they can't do this because of what they had done in the past. And we want to say that it's right. You have people like Cory Bush that are sanctioning this, that are pushing this hate. 
and we're saying that it's okay. And then you have people on the news that are saying, oh, no, Donald Trump, he's evil. He's a white racist. He's a white supremacist. Whereas the people, the very people that are saying it, they're the ones who are guilty of it. But they're deceiving you. They have you thinking this. Look at Hunter Biden. Won't spend a day in jail. But look at all the black people who have gone to jail. Illegal possession of a weapon. Drugs. He's a convicted felon, but yet and still he had a gun. He should have automatically been sent to jail. But he wasn't. Why? Is it because he's white? Because he's a Democrat? Or because of his last name, Biden? I think it's all of them. Black people should not vote for Joe Biden. And you know what else we should say? We should stand firm and say, Hunter Biden needs to go to jail. He must spend time in a jail cell. He must spend time in a jail cell, considering that our loved ones have gone to jail for lesser crimes. Lock him up. He must go to jail. Don't you dare vote for Joe Biden unless this boy goes to jail. He needs to see the inside of a jail, plain and simple. But we don't see it that way. Why? Because I think they've hacked inside of our brains and told us, oh, no, don't look at it that way. Joe loves his son, and it's okay. He cares about him. Well, we cared about our loved ones also, but they got sent away, destroyed black families. The breadwinner was sent to jail. Even look at child support. Hunter didn't want to pay child support. He didn't go to jail for it. Let a black man not pay child support, they will throw them in jail. But yet still, you guys continue to vote for Joe Biden. Absolutely not. Not in this lifetime. I will never vote for him. Ever. Never. Ever. And Hunter Biden must see the inside of a jail cell. Plain and simple. It is not negotiable. He must go to jail for the crimes he has committed. He needs to be in jail. But he won't go. Because maybe, just maybe, the Democrats have managed to hack our brains or to hack a lot of their followers' brains, a lot of their supporters' brains and tell them, oh, no, don't look at it that way. We don't want him to go to jail. He's a nice guy. You go to jail, not him. Wow, that was powerful. What he brought, Clay, that was powerful. And we need to think about it. And we need to be aware as to what's happening in our society because if we're not, if we don't stand for something, we will fall for anything. Andrew says that all the time. And I opened the show up talking about these different nuances and, you know, hacking people's brains and the neural link and the chips inside and how they're able to manipulate. Now just imagine if we can hack inside someone's brain, are we manipulating their thought process? Are we manipulating their beliefs? I certainly think that's what the Democrats have done in many instances. They've manipulated the, the, the minds of a lot of their supporters, definitely black people. Because they vote for Democrats in droves, and Democrats are giving them nothing, absolutely nothing. The only thing they talk to them about is racism and how you're oppressed. Think about it. They never talk about anything that's uplifting. They never say, oh, you want to get out and you, you're prosperous. They always go down to the lowest denominator. You're oppressed. No one likes you. You're ugly. Look at how. The, look at what they've been selling to us. Have they hacked our brains? Have they gone inside and done something to the brains of black people? I, they've certainly done it with the educational system that they've been feeding them. And now they want to go in and teach them about DEI, which is certified racism. They're teaching our kids to be racist. This will not end well. 
This will, and this too, I think, is the mark of the beast. This will not end well, and we need to wake up, black people, wake up and wake up fast because they're replacing you with these illegals, and they have you helping them out. Look at the people in Chicago. Look at New York City. They're now complaining and saying, no, we don't want these people in our communities because they're taking up our resources. They're taking up our housing. They're mistreating us. They're stealing, and they're killing us. But then you got the mayor of Chicago saying, oh, no big deal here. When he see kids that are going around looting and then businesses shut down, oh, no big deal. But when the business shut down, the first thing he'll say is, oh, it's racism. They don't want to be in the black community. Absolutely not. We don't want to be in that community if you can't protect us, if you're going to allow these black kids to come in and steal and we can't make a profit. Absolutely not. We don't want to be there. And that's not racism. That's just common sense. But if you want to say that it's racism, then so be it. But we're getting out of Dodge. Look at what we're allowing our children to do. We're allowing them to destroy the fabric of our societies. What have the Democrats done to our brains? Have they come in and they've hacked our brains? They have us thinking this way? That we can't think logically? We got to go back to the Bible. And that's the reason why they want to pull you away from the Bible. Because they know in the Bible, when we had our kids in church and Sunday schools, our kids knew to respect each other. They knew to respect their elders. They knew to respect other people's properties. But we've taken that from them. And tell them you can do anything, say anything. And that's the reason why they're after our children. That's the reason why they're after black men. They want to tear down black men because they know that black man was the backbone of the family. You think back in the 20s and the 40s and the 50s. The black man was the backbone of the family. Then came the 60s and the 70s with all these social programs, and they slowly started picking the black man out, kicking the black man out of the family. If you have a black man, if you have a husband, if you have a partner, you can't get all these government goods and services. So what did the black man do? He left because he couldn't get a job because the Democrats wouldn't hire him. So he had to leave so that the family could survive. Look at what they've done. Look at how they just turned the script. And black people are still falling for it. Maybe they have hacked our brains. Maybe they have gone inside and sold us. Maybe we've, we've taken the mark of their beast that we can't see that they've destroyed our black families. I'm not saying that our men are perfect. White men aren't perfect. Asian men and Indian men aren't perfect. But the black man would get out there and he would kick his butt and work two and three different jobs to take care of his family. Remember the show that came on back in the 70s, Good Times, James Evans? A strong black man who was going up, getting up every day, working at a factory, working somewhere to put food on the table. And now what do we have? Oh, well, we have uh, reality TV. We have men that are walking around twerking, looking like women. And why are we looking at this, this housewives? And look at who's putting it out there, a gay white man, Andy Cohen. Appealing to the lowest denominator. At one point, there were so many housewife shows on TV with black women fighting each other. I mean, just going after each other. It was crazy. It was embarrassing. And look at who's pushing it. A gay white man. Look at this show that comes on RuPaul's Drag Race. Everyone, always oh, so fun. It's this straight eye for the queer guy. Always oh, so fun. Always oh, so innocent. It wasn't innocent. They were pushing an agenda and we failed for it. And now look at our culture. They hacked our brains. They hacked our thoughts. They sold us this stuff and said, it's good, but it wasn't good, and it's never good. It appeals to the lowest denominator, and now you try to take it off, people get mad. 
We're better than that. What happened to the wholesome shows that used to come on TV, like the Cosby show? Oh, well, Bill Cosby, he did this. I don't care what Bill Cosby did, but he was putting forth an image of a black family that was together. Look at what, what that show, what was happening. Still a black family that was together. And now all we have are these crazy reality shows, kids bumping and grinding, and we think that's okay. They have hacked our minds, hacked our brains, hacked our culture, hacked our thoughts, and look at what we have. We can do better. We must do better. And we must wake up and go back to the Bible. Go back to what sustained us. Go back to what kept society and held society together and made us accountable. You're listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Outlaw platform. Thank you for joining me tonight. We'll be back for another episode of After Dark with Robin Andrew. Be blessed, stand for something, a fall for nothing. Thank you.